Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. It is the greatest panel ever made. We have uh, the three women of uh, Kings of War here, the yes. three women of Masters. There are more than three, but here at Masters. Well, here at Masters, yes. so yeah, there are more than three, and there's more more than there was before. At least like five. Yeah, so, sure. so I am Kara Brown. Yeah. Uh, most people know who I am, and we have... I'm the Cat Royer, uh, Lizardman player extraordinaire. She's like newer to the scene, though, because I've, yeah. I've seen her up and coming, but I've never seen her face before. It's always with a mask. Uh, most of her pictures are with a mask. That's true, that's true. And... And you're from Philly? I'm from Philly. Philly. From yeah. Philly. Okay. Hi, I'm Eileen. I run dwarves on bears, and that's what I'm known for, the bear tank. And you win tournaments up in Portland all the time? Yes. Awesome. And you eviscerate people? Ideally. I, I approve of bears and dwarves and other yeah. smashy things. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. yes. I'm partial to monsters. Yeah, so um, well, I was just going to talk about our games and see how how we did. I, I think most of us didn't do as well today as we would like. That's okay. Correct. Uh, and uh, we did we did run against uh, some, some pretty mean armies. Oh, yeah. Um, I have not seen greater air elementals on the table yet. Oh, that's a blessing. Uh, yeah. Um, did you see some? No, but I'm used to fighting them at this point. Yeah. Um, but you can deal with them if you're practiced, right? That's right. Um, I did play against Gladestalkers this last third round. Which uh, elf Gladestalkers? Uh, Twilight. Twilight. Ooh, who was it? They're extra broken. Yeah. Um, Would you like to take a moment to share your <laughs> hatred of Gladestalkers? Um, so I played against John Venice, and, mm. and he is a gentleman and a super nice guy, and I loathe his army. So um, <laughs> it is, uh, it, and I don't blame him for bringing it, it's masters bring the pain, right? It's yeah. okay. I understand. Um, some of my local players thought that my army was a little too strong. Um, mostly those are people that aren't very good. But uh, <laughs> the, the, I'm, I'm playing Rift Orcs, and, uh, and I'm still having fun playing them because they're very smashy. Oh, yeah. And they play the way I like to play. So yes. Punch them in the face. Punch yeah. them in the face. And I am, I am You've been doing it since 2010, yeah, 2011, yeah. first edition. Yeah, I've been doing it since back then, and it was easier to win doing that Yes, it was. Then. There's a lot more people playing down. <laughs> yeah. Um, back then. But uh, yeah. I'm still having a good time, and I'm still here at Masters. Yeah. And we're still playing. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. And so still we playing. may not be, uh, probably not going to win Master, but uh, we're here. That's okay. So, and that's all good. And we're having fun. Yeah, yeah. so how, how have you done so far? Uh, so my game one, I guess if we're going through the list, um, I fought uh, Andrew Minton, and he was playing Ogres. And it was a super close, really excellent game, very technical. Um, it came Did down to the or do anything? Did he kill something? He killed some stuff. It's okay. awesome. Yeah. So all he ever wants to talk about is a um, damn crop dog wrangler. I glanced down at the, at the board state and I realized that if it ended on six, I think I would have won or tied 3-2. But uh, tragically, the dice uh, spoke for us and we went on to seven and he swept up the rest of my army and he clutched the 3-2 the victory there. So uh, all I can say is he was a great opponent and I did have a good time. Ogres are very killy. you got to yes. respect that. Yeah. And what, what, do you, what do you run? Usually. Uh, I'm like, on uh, salamanders. Okay, yeah. all right. I haven't had a chance to see your board yet. So. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
I was about to get raffle stomped at a tournament, and that's that's what happened today. No, you didn't get raffle stomped. Yeah, I did. You got dice rolled. Okay, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> dice are uh, in line to be fired. I mean, they need a pick slip. They yeah. Need to be gone. They did not do me any favors, but I mean, all my opponents are lovely, and I love you know seeing what everyone brings to the table. And I'm not sure if anyone here has seen Scott Holcomb's army, but he is so extra, and I adore everything he always shows up with. His basing is amazing. Yes, his his basing is sense of movement. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And uh, so, and, and I didn't say who else I played. So I played Brian. Um, like all the round ones. And yeah, the round one two. The round one was uh, Brian Haverdasher or Happy Face or something like that. I'm not. I can't remember his name. Happy Nook. <laughs> yeah, Happy Nook. He's from he's from Kippers Island or Victoria. He's yeah. Vancouver area. Yeah, he is a wonderful. Blue pretty army. He's a very nice guy. Yeah. Um, yes. But he played uh, goblins. So he did play goblins. But his goblins were. Uh, they were not terrible. They were not. They were not um, too. But he took Seasbreakers as allies. Uh, the, you know what? That, they didn't do that much. They, okay. they helped, but they didn't do that much. So um, they they uh, they were in a bad position and didn't get to kill that much. So um, no, they, they, he did what goblins do and, and, and what goblins should do, which is throw a lot of goblins on the table and make me have to kill them all. Yep. And I didn't kill them all fast enough. And he got me. So mm -hmm. if it had gone to yeah, turn seven, I probably would have won the game. Yeah. Uh, but that, and, and with goblins, it's a race, right? Oh yeah. And when you're playing a smashing army with goblins, it's a race. You got to kill yeah. all the goblins yeah. before the, the game is over, uh -huh. so the goblins take all the points. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I wasn't able to. And that's that's fine. And I, I don't. No bitterness against. That was your game one. That was game one. Who was game two? Game two was Dan Kamek. Who Dan Kamek is one of my favorite humans ever. Well, do, so, do you want me to tell the story? <laughs> What's happening? Was it the when we first met Dan, the oh, first we, tournament, it was, was a, a plastered. Yeah. yeah, Dan was too drunk to play. Yes, um, it was like a puppet. They had somebody behind him, like moving models. It, it was, it was fantastic. It was so funny. Yeah, um, he he had gone to lunch during the break oh, and, and went to a Mexican restaurant and ordered an entire pitcher of margaritas. Wow, and, which uh, is where all good decisions and start. He, and he did not want to waste them, so he drank them. So he drank them and came back, and he was not. Okay. No. Um, he just laid loud like a puppet. Yeah. And, and, and I said, and I was his opponent when he came back, and, and I'm like, all right. And, and I'm like, are you gonna be all right? And he's like, no, I can't play. He's like, I had no idea what I'm doing. I would be moving things the wrong way. Well, did, well, did this game go differently? Oh, Dan, Dan's awesome. Yeah, Dan. I, I played Dan a couple times since then, and uh, and and he and I. He might be at Michigan GT. Oh, that'd be great. He, he is, he's such a great guy, and he's one of my favorite people. In the, in the community, and uh, we had a tie. Uh, we had a little bit of wackiness in the game. Uh, we had a phone call, um, which I tried to get off the damn phone as quickly as I could. So, am I allowed to curse on this? Yes. Okay. I mean, I'll edit it if it's bad, real bad. I don't want, I don't want to hurt your public persona. Okay. Um, so yeah, we and then uh, we had to have a bathroom break, um, and we thought we were fine. Yeah. And then they called time. I think the time was called a little early on round two. Probably, especially considering we had the 30-minute yeah. snafu with the um, software. So we didn't know what to do. Uh, we're, we're there rolling for turn seven. And so he said, well, just roll and see if it happens. And it did. And then I'm like, well, what do we do now? You know, it would have been easier if we didn't roll turn seven, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but we rolled it, and I said, well, there's only one roll here that makes, or one move here that makes a difference on who wins or loses. So let's resolve that yeah. and then just stop the game. Yeah. And it was my um, Riftwalkers, my medium flyers, 
uh, were going over towards one of the tokens which had a Vermintide on it. And I had two choices. I could charge the Vermintide, or I could jump over the Vermintide and land on the token, contest it, and make it a tie. And considering the wackiness of the game, and the uh, and the Dan had been quite the gentleman with a couple of moves that were close and things yeah. like that throughout the game. He's always like that. Oh, yeah. um, I said I don't I don't feel right trying to steal this game from you. Yeah. So I jumped over, took the tie, yeah. and we both walked away slightly unhappy. Um, yeah. Well, it's, it's unhappy because it wasn't in your control. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So we um, we were, but neither of us lost. I I never mad that to tie with Dan. It's a good game. So yeah. those are my three games. Uh, the third game was Glade Stalkers, and what's to say it's Glade Stalkers? It, well, and and all the other tools, right? Yeah. yeah. And and, and uh, mind screeches and the heroes and yeah, and yeah. it's it's a lot. So, Who was the player? John Vanessa. John Vanessa. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah. and he's a great guy. I, I have no no yeah, against awesome. him. Uh, he just uh, he he brought the pain as you do, and and it worked. Yeah. Uh, I had chances, uh, but. That when uh, when the dice goes south on an army like Rift Orcs or a lot of armies, yeah. and you don't have all those rerolls, um, that's all you can do. So yeah. I'm not blaming the dice so much. The dice were a little cold here and there, yeah. but they were okay most of the game. Yeah. Yeah. It just um, him being able to reroll everything and take stealthy off of things and do yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. It was just too much. So. Yeah. Um, uh, like I said, no, nothing against any of my opponents. They're all great. I'll let, I, I'd play any of them again, oh, yeah. any day. Um, I knew I was going to play a filthy list like that at some point today. Um, and yeah. it happened. It, oh, yeah. So. I want to say the majority of the lists here are awful. So. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty. Did you think that was, did you have a different opinion coming in? You thought... Oh, I, I was I was cocky as all heck. I was like, I'm gonna smash these nerds. Look at all these guys playing these try-hard, filthy lists. I'll, I'll try them. But here I am, humbled, sitting here today. 03. Uh, my second game was against uh, Zach Pierce. Um, it was some one of the funniest, most banter-rich games I've ever had in all of my time playing Kings of War since I started February of last year. Last year, it's yes. February of last year. So, we're and so take that away. That's what you can have. That's good, right? It was wonderful. Um, he was playing Empire of Dust. Uh, but it was all um, insects, and uh, they were in like a jungly environment. So yeah. it was it was really cool, really interesting take on the army. Um, and uh, he played really, really well. He got some excellent dice swings early on that ended up kind of cascading into some really great gains by the end of it. Um, in my list, the, the very important tech that needs to stay alive is the greater fire elementals. And if, uh, if a bunch of uh, really mean bugs shooting uh, crossbow bolts at your um, greater fire elemental before you've moved yeah. their turn and, and, kill, and it kills it, that's not certain. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. I did not get a chance to cast Veil, and, and that's just how it is with Veil. You yeah. probably, uh, instead of 50-50 to go first, it's more like, you know, 25%. Yeah. More yeah. likely, if you, if you took Veil, that's how it yeah. is. But no, it was, I could not say anything but good things about that game. He played very well. He was a remarkable player, very funny. Yes. I guess I'll just skip ahead to game three as well then. Um, I fought against uh, K2 with his uh, Orcs. Yeah. You know, uh, Orcs get a real bad rap in this game, so I, you know, the pity was there. I was like, man, you know, Salamanders always get dumped on. Orcs get dumped on. Let's, let's, let's let K2 win. 
I'm kidding. He won that fair and square. He kicked my butt. Uh, he deserved every ounce of, uh, every inch of, of games that he made, and he uh, scored a, an excellent scenario victory. I can be nothing but happy for him that he does not get to go home uh, 06 with Orcs, because that would feel real bad. But he's getting back he into the game. The, he's the only player regular. He's the only regular yes, runs player. Town GT yeah. in the East Coast, which I attended this last nice. year, and it was oh, one of my favorite tournaments I've ever been to and all the games I've ever played. Wow. I've been gaming for over five years, and Orktown was What did you boring. play before this? I played a War Machine and Hordes. Wow. Okay, yeah. that's hardcore. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a brain drainer. Normally at a tournament day like this, someone approaches me, uh, someone as fluffy and wonderful as Kara is like, hey, you want to do a uh, podcast after this, like, an interview? I'd be like, no, I'm going sleep. <laughs> I'm going to bed. It's 11 p.m. I just wrapped up my fifth round of War Machine, and I am not down for this kind of thing, no. There's no time for board games and drinking. It's just bedtime. Yeah. But no, I feel fantastic. So I can I can be nothing but thankful for everybody for playing me. I yeah. felt like I, I uh, you know, kind of got here at Technicality, and, and I, I've got hey, two more things left. Technicality is hey. That's how I, that's what most of us get here that it's a, yeah. It is a, it's a weird penny here. It's a little bit farther to travel yeah. for a lot of the regions. And, yep. uh, yeah. and travel costs were high. They were. Uh, yeah. And I and I think it's unfortunate that some players were not able to come. Yeah, being priced yeah. out really um, sucks. Being oh, priced yeah. out. Um, so the people who are a little more fortunate and either booked early yeah. and got cheaper prices or who had the means. Yeah. Well, and unfortunately, we picked this venue, this area, before all the, okay. the catastrophic things that unfolded sure. to make it so expensive. No, and, 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 it's, nothing, and it's terrible. Yeah. Nothing against the Pacific Northwest. I, I am very <laughs> glad that they are hosting. Yeah. yeah. I voted I'm as the regional chair. Yeah, I mean, this was 6-1, and it's good that they've got a chance. Finally. Yeah, no, I, and I, I was all for it. Our region voted for them to host. And yeah. It was 5-3, to three, yeah, it as was. I recall. Yeah. So. We've been stoked to have a real one. It's yeah. great to have everyone here. Yeah, no, I, I and I think it's absolutely correct that it should be here. So um, it just was unfortunate that some of the circumstances that happened. It's expensive, a lot of, a lot of yeah. expensive plane tickets. Yeah, and I and I think that it it wouldn't have been under normal circumstances, but things changed, right? Yeah. So, um, but you know, we have a good group here, and people are playing, and yeah. So you, you got to go. You played well enough to make a team. So yeah, exactly. Um, How about you, Eileen? You're playing in the best of the rest tournament. Yeah, and I've called qualified for Masters before, but usually I just base it off of location, and also I'm like, okay. We can't fly to El yeah. El you know, Elmira, New York. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to upstate New York in the middle of February. That's only going to end in tears for me. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's usually what's kept me away, but this time I'm like, okay, well, it's here. I want to go. I want to see everyone, especially with uh, my husband, Dustin Church, and mm -hmm. then Dan Wright have always been like talking to Masters, like, you need to go. You can at least be in Best of the Rest. And I was like, okay, well, I do love killing everything with my bears. Uh, the running joke is that regardless of the scenario, I'm always playing kill. And it's true, because I really like to destroy all my opponents. I have Vicious on my list for a reason, as often as possible. I will have you know, there was no snow up in New York when we went up there. Which surprised me. Yeah. But you, you know, there should have been. Yeah, there should have been. Should have been. Yeah. That yes. was a weird thing, because we did that, that Masters yeah. right before the pandemic. We were, we yeah. were driving yeah. home, it was as it was exploding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was weird. It was strange, yeah. And then all of us got sick, 
but it wasn't COVID. Yeah. We yeah. All got, we all got the flu. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Kyle Krzlinski flu. We all got it from him, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, how'd you get you played three games as well? Today? Yeah. So uh, my first opponent was Paul Forbes, and Paul was absolutely lovely. Uh, I love the. Uh, apparently, his wife challenged him to make a pink and purple army, so he's got this lovely gradient fade on all his rights and skeletons. That's and amazing. It looks great. And I honestly thought I had it until around five when he managed to turn it around because I managed to curve my bears around and kind of chase him away on half the board. But he turned it around in that last that last bit there. And round it, it was one of the times where I was hoping for around seven, but I didn't get it, so I didn't have enough time to. That's the worst. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have enough time to turn it around. But Paul's lovely. I would absolutely play him again. And Scott, it's been ages since I played Scott. Actually, we used to like match up all the time uh, for my round two. Well, he's but, comes up here a lot to, yeah, to the Portland tournament yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, he comes Scott up a lot, and we, we go down there a lot. Yeah, so. they've been to Riddle yeah. and Steel, and... Uh, no, I haven't, but uh, most of the Pacific Northwest players have. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, Scott's absolutely lovely, but lovely, but his armies are merciless every time. Well, yeah, he's, he's bringing a filthy list. Every right time. Here. Yeah. yeah. But, but Maybe yeah. he's compensating for something. <laughs> Maybe he's not as good a player or not. <laughs> no, he's not. He's great. He's We're not going to say that. No. Yeah. And then... Uh, you know, my last game. <laughs> she, I, she had the luxury of playing in snare. Yeah, in uh, snare, don't care. It's been ages since I matched up with Trident Realms. So, to be fair, they said, Rob, there's an odd number you need to play. I'm like, okay, who has yeah. models? There's a box <laughs> of Trident Realms. Yep. So, of course, I have to have three hordes of snares. Yeah. And I was really missing all my hitting on fours. Yeah, and the whole game, everything's yeah. just hitting on fives. So, uh -huh. it just was like, ah. Yep. That's and then, brutal. It was. Well, Mason, I borrowed someone's dice. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, I have 25 wounds. Regen 4 plus, there's 18 of them back. And, like, and I did that like multiple times to the point where I thought she, at one point I was ducking and I thought she was going to hit me. Oh, yeah. Well, that one devastated you and had no business being there on the Correct. Board, you did roll snake eyes. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. At the wrong well, I think time. tomorrow someone's going to feel the wrath. Oh, yes. I, I fully intend to take no prisoners tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll yep. see how that goes. So I got an interesting question because thinking about this, we have a veteran player who's been at this long, a long time. What? And then someone's probably, you've been playing for three or four years maybe yeah. at this point, right? Someone's a couple years. So yep. I'm going to start with you and then we'll go around. Okay. Um, how have you seen the, the, when we were playing in Adepticon in like 2013, Yes. you and Amy were the only women there. Yes. Right? And that was it. And there wasn't like, I, was there anybody, I don't think, I think that was it. There was just two. Yeah. We had a, a, a local player. Right. Uh, a, a couple women that were local players, but yeah. they didn't travel. Right. So my, my question to you is how is how have things changed? Or is it still the same? For women in the yeah, community? Just women, whoever. Um, I, I think Kings of War has always been a, a much more open and, and inviting community than yes. some of the other wargaming communities are. <laughs> That's an um, understatement. Uh, yes. the, I have never, ever felt unwelcome. Yeah. Um, I've never felt less than. Um, I've never had somebody treat me like I didn't belong to be there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, and it's not even that I'm just one of the guys. I'm just a, a, another player. I'm another person that's there, and, yep. and everybody in this community is, is awesome. And I cannot say the same for that for other communities. Um, there's a, I never played uh, Warhammer. I heard be, stories. Because I was, I, I felt that I was not welcome there. Um, I, I would go to local yeah. game stores and watch games, and I I was given the impression that I did not need to be there. So, um, 
Kings of War has always been amazing. And it, so has it changed though since those early days of Adepticon 2013, 2014? I mean, is it improved? Is it sort I, of, it's just always it's I, the same? I think it's about the same. I okay. think it's about the same for women. And uh, there's a few more playing now. Yes, there is. And that's great. Yeah. Um, there's, if you found all the ones around the, around the uh, country, there's probably 20 or 30 that were playing in tournaments and stuff like that. And that's great. Yeah. It's so great going to tournaments and uh, and, and I hope I didn't uh, weird cat out a little too much at Adepticon. I'm like, ah! When I, no. when, I, when I met you, because it's nice to see another woman there, right? Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, she was Adepticon as well. Yeah, right. yeah. Awesome. So, I'm all over the place yeah. doing GTs. Yeah. You guys should see my head snap around when I saw both of here. I was like, oh my god, there's another woman <laughs> here. Because I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. We exist. Let's yeah. do the same question. I mean, you obviously been playing for a few years. Yeah. So, Kings of War has never been an unwelcome environment as far as I'm concerned. Everyone has always been lovely and perfectly, you know, you know, like, it, you know, it has never mattered. It's, you're always welcome right. to play, which is why I think you end up with so many more women in this space as opposed to other spaces where there's more of a hostility there. And I've just, you know, it's just, it's so easy to just, you know, come in here. Everyone just wants to talk the game. Everyone wants to talk models and paints and, you know, all the good stuff. So uh, it's, it's always been about the same. It doesn't surprise me that the number keeps increasing. I fully expect it to because it's such an accessible game as well. Like, the main thing that drew me in was that I had full like, you know, full creative license to bring in whatever models I wanted. It's like, so I can literally have a bear tank, I can have a tank, and I can put dwarves on it, and they can have, like, the knives bear head and be badasses. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and the, meanwhile, there are other games that are also fussy, like, oh, you only need, like, you can only bring this brand of models. Yeah, we'll see when this. Right? Yeah, yeah, and, like, I, I'm just not going to do that. As a creative mm -hmm. person, like, it's like, if you're going to put that many restrictions on me, I'm not going to commit that much time to your game. But when I had all this creative license to do whatever I wanted, you know, stylistically, Visually, that that's what pulled me in. Yeah. yeah, and so so yeah, like I just uh, I, I like seeing other women here, and I'm glad that there actually are. You know, I'm starting to see them more. Yeah, yeah. Because when I got here yesterday, I was like, oh my god, it's a sausage fest. Why did I come here? <laughs> but no, turns out I am not the lone person. You are not. No. So. Well, can't say question to you. You've been in it for a couple years, and you have the experience yeah. of other so gaming I, systems. I stuck my uh, toes into the pool of many different games, searching for the best ones out there. Um, yeah. I'm always demoing, I'm attending conventions that are not wargaming related, yeah. looking for new games to play, and nice. I'm hugely into to all this uh, analog gaming, as it were. <laughs> um, so as far as my experience uh, as, a, as a girl, um, I haven't really experienced a whole lot of overt weird sexism from anyone other than like the magic communities and the Warhammer communities. Um, that's about it. Like everything else, there might be some sort of uh, subtle layer maybe. Um, I've never had anyone hold back because I'm a girl, but I've certainly had some like a little bit of competitive pressure of like, man, I can't lose to a girl. Like that, man, I got my supposed to explain that to my buddies back home. There's a little bit of old fashioned, you know, a little bit yeah. of weirdness there. But, but at the same time, you know, uh, I actually find it really uh, fun and, and, and interesting perspective to have when it comes to, to yeah. these kinds of games because you're really you're trying to prove yourself to some extent um, because historically you, I mean, try, you feel like you have to try a little harder yeah I have to try a little bit harder um, it's not that it's there's any kind of obstacles or anything it's just that uh, you know data is data and, and women just don't tend to take it home so we've got to we've got to take these events and show that we're we're <laughs> able to do it that we can put the time and the, and the energy in and, and try well, really hard I guess the next question I wonder a lot of you have spouses or partners that play. Does that help? 
Is that, is it, is it, is it, I mean, is it, yes. is that yeah. why you play or is it? Uh, that's what pulled me in personally, because okay. he's, he's always in the games and finding new games to play, but a lot of them I've just been like, nope, too many restrictions, or I don't have enough time for this, but when he found Kings of War, he was like, there's so much creative freedom, you're gonna love it, and I was like, okay, well, I've seen, I've played Magic, I've played other games, I've been to game stores, let's see how this goes, and then when I got into it, it's like, okay, well, everyone's cool, and... So, yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, and also it's something we can all do together, like, we can all, like, hang out in local, locally, like, we all have our, our Tuesday meetups, like, weekly at Bongai Games, and it's, like, really close to where we all live, like, so we can just go and hang out, and it's really cool to have that space, you know, and so have that time, and also to have a, a game store that's willing to, you know, like, have the space and the resources to be like, oh, yeah, sure, you want to play this, like, kind of off-the-wall, like, tabletop game that maybe we don't always accommodate, but yeah, because yeah, we used to play a Guardian, but Guardian is just like completely. Don't, don't want to do events. Yeah, and they stuff. don't want to do events anymore. Which I understand in the yeah. life of COVID. I mean, well, well it's, it's just not very profitable for them compared to other types of games. Yeah, well, right. They they need, they need a table space for other games. Yeah, exactly. Magic is the bread and butter, so yeah. that always takes priority. Yeah. Well, do you guys want to jump in? Yeah. Uh, sure. So I, I actually started playing because of Amy. Yeah. It's her fault. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she uh, she dragged me to a demo event when Mike Carter was running events and nobody else was playing this silly game that nobody ever heard of. Yeah. Um, that was way before the uh, Warhammer schism that brought all the players in. First edition. In. Yeah. yeah. 2010. Um, yeah. And, I, and it, it kind of um, scratched an itch that I didn't know was still there. From uh, and I used to play uh, clicky tabletop games and stuff like that, and uh, and got away from it when those went away. Yeah. Uh, the the game I was playing just went away. The company went bankrupt. And we stopped playing. So, yeah. um, but uh, I, I didn't know that I was going to get into it. But I loved it. It, it was good and. Uh, and she played too for a long time, and uh, so Amy. Amy has been drawn to other pursuits. Uh, well, I'm interested in your take because Amy used to play with us all the time. Right. And we haven't seen Amy in, yeah, in five years. Where is she? Four years. Yeah, well, we could have a whole four girls here. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. She, we haven't uh, seen Amy in a while. So uh, Amy <laughs> has a lot of interests. Yeah. Uh, she's into haunted houses. She's into lights. Um, uh, Christmas lights. She does. We do this crazy Christmas light display every year. Uh, she's. She has a lot of interest. Too many passions. She has a lot of passions. Yeah, several, that accounts for December and October. Yeah, several, what about all the other ones? Several are very exactly. expensive. So, uh, but uh, I think the other thing was is uh, I don't think Amy enjoyed playing the game quite to the level that I do. I, I'm very competitive, and, and I like to play, you know, at the high level. And uh, unfortunately, I had a fair bit of success early on um, in the in our gaming pursuit. Suits. Um, I won some really big tournaments. I did really, really well, and that meant I just wanted to do more. And, uh, and we, did a, we did a little too much more. So uh, <laughs> it turns out we were playing about twice as much as she wanted to, and uh, she got burned out. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I was still doing fairly well, and uh, she was struggling to find her groove. And, yeah. and it can be frustrating if you work this hard to put an army on the table. You go to an event and you just don't win anything. Yeah. Uh, you know, going 0 and 6, 0 and 5, it can be 
a really powerful motivator to walk away, right? Yeah. If it happens once or twice, but I, it happened a couple times. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going home with trophies and she doesn't have anything. So I understand why she wants to take a break. However, she has a halfling army at home that she purchased recently and she started putting it together. So it's possible she may be coming back. Uh, I think she just needs to, we'll need to find her new groove for that, right? But, and, and I think that's a, a thing that exists for a lot of us in this community. Not everybody in this community wants to go to Masters. Yes. Not everybody wants to play at that really hyper-competitive yeah. uh, level. Some people just want to play games. Yep. And uh, she really enjoys um, more local tournaments. She likes One Days. Uh, she liked Manticon when that was running. That was her favorite. Um, so she likes those more casual tournaments where you have a lot more fun. and It's more narrative-driven and less yeah. about winning yeah. and losing. Yeah. And, and so, uh, We'll find that we'll find the, the place where she's happy with it again, and maybe we'll see her back in the wall. I don't know if we'll see her back at Masters, that's okay. uh, but uh, we may see her at lo you know more local events and stuff, and that's fine. Uh, she needs to find her happy. Yeah. I tell people this about the game all the time: if you're not having fun playing it, if you're not ha happy. Now, you get grumpy about a game here and there, and I, I am a professional with that. You are, but, uh, you, 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 you take grumpy to a yeah, you're I, grump. I, when you're, when you're really, uh, uh, but, but I get over it. But you get over it. Yeah. yeah Move on. I, I rant for a couple minutes and then I'm okay. Right? Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's how I cope. But, uh, if you're, if you're not having fun after you've had some time to process and, yeah. and all that, then you're doing it wrong. This is yeah. supposed to be fun, right? Oh, yeah. So I, she needs to find her fun again, and I support that. Yeah. Same same question to you. Well, um, I mean, I, I've been gaming since I, I watched my dad like shoot Tyranids with his Space Marines and Dawn okay. of War, right. uh, sitting on his shoulders as a little girl, like, dang, this is awesome. Uh, so I've had, always had a glint in my eye for wargaming, but I had never uh, dove into it until my significant other at the time kind of dusted off some old figures and we're like, let's set up the local store. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't have nothing but time. Uh, let's go out and, and hang out. And, and there's something just truly uh, unique and wonderful about the, the wargaming experience, wherein you can grind out a bunch of games and then go hit up the local uh, brewery and, and knock down a few beers and listen to everybody tell tales. And it's just a wonderful communal experience that's just not a thing for like most other hobbies. And just the process of building and sharing, and, and it's just fantastic. So, um, what was the question again? No, I mean, you, you answered it. Oh, great. Partners, you know, getting yes, involved. Yes, yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, so Mike and I, um, my, my uh, partner now, uh, Mike, he's, he is, I, I met him, um, oh my gosh, I don't want to tell the whole story, but. Are you but from I, Philly originally? I was from Maryland originally, but okay. I traveled up to my first convention ever, okay. Captain Con, and I, I um, you know, I, there's a long story short, I met my idol at the time who played the faction that was terrible, and I just have a knack for picking the worst faction. Who was yeah. your idol? Uh, Michael Ireland. So okay. he, he was a big, you know nothing, you, like it sounds like nothing, but he's he was a big deal at the time, okay? okay. So I was his biggest fan, of course. And, and so I was trying really hard to be the best retribution of, of Syrah player in War Machine. And he, there he was, oh my gosh, a living idol. So um, I just... I, I tend to, to fangirl and get a little, a little starry-eyed when it comes to, to wargaming awesome. for me, but um, 
try as I might, you know, we play all the time, and, uh, you know, he wins most of the time, but I'm getting better, and gosh darn it, like, every single game, I feel like the takeaways are so critical, and I get a little bit better, and so I did get into all this because of a significant other, but um, I really wish that I could I could continue to kind of shepherd other girls into, into playing, because this is so worth it. There's so much about it to love. I did manage to convince a friend to start a Night Stalker army, so I'm hoping Ooh. I can pull her in. Nice. <laughs> nice. You know, that's interesting you bring that up. Like, yeah. this game is a little bit different than some other games in that yeah. there is the artistic, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the, the diorama basis, the storytelling, the, yeah. the painting. That's what really pulled me in. There's is a that, lot of freedom. Yeah. And there's freedom, right? It's yeah. figure agnostic. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, so, sometimes we. Uh, we set expectations for ourselves, right? I wanted to play the all-mantic army, and and I'm glad I did. I, I really like how it turned out. Um, I'm not sure if it's the best army on the table anymore, but, uh, you know, Masters gives you skewed perceptions, right? It, it's not like we're playing bad players here. Everybody no, well, here every, you play six games, and it's the, six, it's the last game of the uh, a tap table of yep. the tournament six times. Mm -hmm. yeah. So any, everybody in here probably has won a tournament. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, it, it's, it's, a, it's a different kind of experience. It's still worth doing, though, because I see I've made so many friends here. Well, so. even if you don't make matches, it's still just fun to go play, play, oh, yeah, play yeah. competitively. It is, yeah. it is. Yeah. And, and, and tournaments... Most tournaments are not as bloodthirsty and it's true. as this is. Most tournaments are a lot are very are much more relaxed. I don't know about and, all that. Shout out to my local meta. <laughs> those guys are hardcore. Yeah. 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 Those They're, guys are those guys are hardcore. For me, it's actually this the South. I'm so sorry, Carl. No, you're um, uh, the, For me, it's the South Jersey meta. So it's it's, it's its own thing. So oh. you're talking about like Bart Kohler and no, not even like okay. they are, they're wonderful too. Okay. Um, but there's an emerging meta. Okay. Because they're all converting from War Machine my former War Machine buddies. Oh, it's 30-something players, uh, all extremely good at wargaming. Sharks, awesome. all, every single one of them. So those top eight master slots for next year are going to be fierce in my region, let me tell you. But they're all brand new, and we're all uh, are t trying this game out, and we're loving it so far. So, hmm. nice. so sorry. No, you're okay. What, <laughs> what can we? What can the community do to be more welcoming? Hmm. That's why I was wondering too. Like, I don't know that we actively do anything different, right? Other than don't yeah. be douchebags. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I don't know that we're actively. I don't know. I don't no, know. like I said before, it's not really usually any kind of active thing. I've only been mansplained to like twice. Um, mm -hmm. I rolled up to WTC in Europe to play in the Solo Masters event for War Machine. And uh, when I arrived, the beautiful man, uh, Norman, who helps run the event, was like, oh, yes, let me tell you about the Plus One program. And I let him finish about all the chocolate and the water. Oh, you're like, no, I'm here to play the game. I, and then I let him finish, and then I was like, actually, I'm here to play in the Solo Masters. And he like, he like basically fell over. It was wonderful. That's amazing. Yes, yes. this is those great. Are, those are the moments, though, that make it worth it, right? Absolutely. Like, I was not here for one. That's what you're up your ass. That's right. But really, it's never. It's usually not overt. So if, yeah. if I could give any kind of advice, it's just it doesn't matter what's between our legs. We're just here to game, yeah. uh, play the best you can. I would say that happened a little more in the early days here and there. Um, but then um, the, the couple of trailblazers that played in those early days, 
um, set a standard. Nobody questions it anymore. Not in Kings of War. Yeah. So everybody fully expects women to be here and to play in events. And yeah. it's not a weird or a funny thing. You don't get the weird, the the uh, the nerd gawking or the, anything like that in yeah. Kings of War. Everybody just treats you like you're another player. Yeah, there's no sexist gatekeeping around yeah. here. So no, it's yeah. great. And I think that it's, says something awesome about our community. That, yeah. That well, we have it, it, yeah, I mean, the community is different than other in some other games, right? And, and, it, and it's probably while well, I always say it's reflective of the game because the game is like a war machine. It's, clean, it's a clean game. It, there's no gotcha moments. It's, it's a different yeah. type of player wants to play the that's right. The list building game. Yeah, and we complain um, about certain units and certain armies in this, but uh, but it's nothing like some other stuff. So <laughs> yeah. Well, the games. I mean, there's and there's nothing wrong with those other games that like have codexes that come out every month. Sure. And the game changes. Some people yeah. like And there's that. an FAQ. And if you like that, I mean, sure. Yeah. I just can't afford to play. It's just too hard to keep up. Yeah. I'm not that smart. Yeah. Some people like to have all that new stuff and to figure it out. And yeah. Dissect yeah. it and go through it, and and that's fine if they enjoy that kind of game. That's that's fine. Um, I think this is a more open community where you know you can play different ways and still be um, accepted in the community. You, you can play softer lists. You can play um, fluffy, pretty lists. You know, and uh, gosh, somebody whatever whatever you have the mood for, right? Yeah, like, somebody played My Little Pony Army once, or or the Smurf, or the Smurf, or the Smurf Army at uh, uh, Adepticon. Yeah, uh -huh. Adepticon. That didn't do so good either, but uh, but it looked cool. But it was funny yeah. as hell. It was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think the community is, is encouraging of difference. Yes. And it's, women are part of that difference. So it's not just women that are welcome, it is difference in general. There's not a, there's not a single standard you have to conform to. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, guys. If I went on all three tomorrow, it'll be three, two, and one. Okay. Nice. And you're going to win your two. I'm hoping I can smash two people tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, submarine. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Submarine. Well, I appreciate you guys Although coming submarine on. Although submarine doesn't work here so good. So, um, <laughs> well, it's hard to submarine in the Masters, right? <laughs> it is. Because it's, yeah, it's all, all sharks. It's all sharks. But the best of the rest... I don't know. That's a pretty tough room too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, it, but it's fine. It's 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 good time. So yes. thanks very much. Yeah, thank we'll, you. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thank thanks, you guys so much. Thanks for, awesome. thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail .com, on Twitter at countercharge fifteen or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.